happy Monday, you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Just so you know, we got t-shirts in and we still have our scrunchies. So go check those out on the website, www.tourdayforestest2020.com. This week, I interviewed with Tyler Dill. We co-interviewed Brendan McCormick and Connor Tuttle. They both play at SUNY Canton. Brendan is going into his sophomore year and Tuttle's going into his junior year. So listen to them talk about their experiences, their pathways, what they see coming up for their future, where they want to be after college. We got all that good juicy stuff for you. So here we go into our interview. Thank you. Can you guys hear us? No. Yes, you can. <laughs> you guys are funny. Oh, there you go. Welcome to our Zoom class. <laughs> Which one is the professor? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's professor Dill. Could you imagine? I would probably teach, actually. I would, oh, gosh. I would yeah, teach poor kids. You walk in your class and Dill's your professor. You know you're going to have a good day. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> You're gonna learn something. Might not be the the lesson at hand, but you'll learn when I played hockey. I'll probably tell him that every day. All right, boys. So we have Connor. Tuttle. Yeah, what do you have in store for us today? Let's hear it. Kelsey's got questions and stuff, and I don't know. I just wing it. Tuttle's <laughs> right. a little nervous. Yeah, I, I've been freaking out about it all day. Have well, you? Well, first, let's introduce you guys. Introduce yourselves. I'm Brendan McCormack. Uh, I play for SUNY Canton. Connor Tuttle. I also play for SUNY Canton. <laughs> wow. And did you guys meet each other at a bar one night in SUNY Canton? Yeah, it was actually a crazy night. You want to explain the story? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so I'm walking out of the bar, and I see this dude with just the world's biggest head. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, this guy has to know something. And he's, and he's got go, his Charlotte uh, Rush sweater on, rocking 27. Uh, oh, it's 27. <laughs> Let's go. All right, well, do you want to ask some questions? What do you want to do here? Yeah, I do. Okay, so I was looking at your EP, and it looked like you played most of your youth hockey in high school, like for your high school team and not club. Is the high school league out there pretty competitive? When I was younger, it definitely was. I know Elite Prospects didn't put up anything else that I had up there, but I played, like, double A growing up before playing high school, and then none of that's on there, but high school hockey in New York when I was, like, in eighth and ninth grade was, it was pretty good, it was fairly competitive, but after that, around, like, my junior year, my junior year was the last year that I played high school hockey, and it definitely, like, tailed off around then, because a lot of guys started to go play prep school. Like, a lot of guys left to go play prep school and would leave early to go play juniors and stuff like that. Or we're playing on 16U or 18U teams that didn't allow them to play high school as well. So, All right, well, since we're on that question, bringing up Elite Prospects, <laughs> can you just tell us the story of how you got the assistant captain letter on your Elite Prospects in Charlotte your second year? That was all Barzies doing. Well, I'll tell the story. So these these guys go up to, you guys are at Canton, right, on a visit? Yeah, we were on our visit. So, and then that'll lead into a second story, because Barzy wants you to tell the tracksuit story. He just wants it out there. (laughs) It's just so funny. But, so these guys go on a visit to SUNY Canton, and there's this guy, Vince, there, who's the assistant coach at the time, gave him the tour and everything, and he's got, like, an account to, like, edit Elite Prospects. And that's Barzy's website. And so Barzy's like, yo, bro, can you add my letter to it? And Toddle's like, yeah, might as well add mine too. So these two come back to Charlotte, and they're like, oh, boys, we got our letters on Elite Prospects. Look how cool it looks. And I'm like, well, where's mine? Like, why didn't I get one? Like, oh, uh, he didn't, like, really believe you were, like, the captain. Like, I don't know. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, well, this is Barzy just spewing. Like, yeah. oh, like, yeah, he just... I don't know, bro. He just you you weren't there, so it was weird. Like he just didn't really believe that you were the captain, and like like you could probably hit him up if you want. And I'm like, I don't need to hit this guy up. Like that's weird. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're there, and Barzy's texting his high school coach to send him like game sheets of like points that he has, so that Vinny would add them to his elite prospects. Like from, from like, eight years, years old, years yeah, now. eight years old, he's still <laughs> editing his elite prospects. <laughs> Jesus. The kid lives and dies. And then you were there for the tracksuit. I wasn't, if you want to talk oh, about the tracksuit. That was story. the time. So we came up here and visited. I think we had, or we were playing in Richmond 
the next weekend. So he came up on like a Wednesday or something. We wound up staying two nights here. And the first night we were all, uh, we were all staying in different like hockey houses here. And we're all drinking with like the guys that live in the house that we're staying with. And then they were all meeting up to go to like this party. So it was me, Hirsch, and Scotty. And we all wind up like meeting up like later on. We're drinking, whatever. No one can get a, like a hold of Barzy. We're calling him, texting him, whatever. No one can find Barzy. An hour later, this guy shows up. And he's wearing his red rush tracksuit. We're like, dude, Barzy, like, we're going out to like a college party and like, you're wearing the rush tracksuit. Head like, to toe red. Oh, like, nice. didn't he have the, didn't he have the black one in his <laughs> That's what I'm getting to. That's what I'm getting to. So, so, <laughs> he's literally standing there just chugging. I'm pretty sure he had like twisted teeth or something. Like, just chugging them. Can't even like form a sentence. And he just, unzips his red tracksuit and just pulls his pants down. Underneath, he has his black rush tracksuit. <laughs> we were given two that year. We were given a black one for, like... What did we wear the black one for? for? On the bus. Black one's for bus. And what was it? was for, like, warm-ups, wasn't it? Yeah, so you could wear your red one to warm mm-hmm. up, and the black one was to look more professional on the bus or something. And Barzy yeah. had both of them on, on his college <laughs> visit. His first time being on a college campus, I think. <laughs> and this is what he wears out to the bars. And it's funny because, like, when Barzy first got to Charlotte, he would not wear anything rushed. Really? This guy would have been dead if he caught, it was, like, caught wearing anything rushed. Why? We go on our visit and he's wearing two tracks. <laughs> yeah. Crothers was actually pumped when he heard about it. <laughs> yeah. And then, so to make things even better, so, like, you know, we're... We're going on our visit the next day, like, like touring the campus. We all wear, like, a nice pair of pants and, like, a quarter zip or whatever. Barzy comes rolling in in the same tracksuit. <laughs> and he's screaming at Hirsch because he left all of his clothes in Hirsch's car. And Hirsch left his car at the rink but didn't have his keys, so it was, like, locked or something. So here we all are, like, looking, like, presentable. And Barzy is... Just rolled out of bed. They threw him in a shower, and we picked him up on the way to the rink, and he's still wearing his tracksuit oh Christmas. Yeah, so what was next? What was next for Tuts? So junior year now, how were your first two years at Canton? They were good. It was really good. I liked it a lot. Nice generic answer. There were there were some points. Well, when I first got there, I was like, I don't know if I like made a mistake of coming, because I had another year left at juniors. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I made the right decision. So I wanted to go back and play another year, like, all this stuff. Didn't you almost but, go back, or no? Yeah, there was a time that I was, like, really, really on the fence. Like, I called my parents and talked to them for, like, a while. But then I just, like, the year, I think we were, like, five games into the year, and I was, like, playing every game, and I was happy, and I was, like, who knows if it would be the same if I went anywhere else. Or yeah, exactly. And you guys have a good just, setup. Like, SUNY Canton has a good setup up there with, like, your guys' rink and stuff. Like, it's a nice... Yeah, it's really nice. So it's, it's the rink right on campus, which is huge. Yeah, that's nasty. That's a huge SUNY yeah. thing that I think is yeah. yeah, that's cool. Definitely a plus. And then you actually played for Charlotte the original year, right? Oh, God. He was a Charlotte rush. He had a few longest minutes in Charlotte. I think yeah, you, I, you have I, the I most games played ever. There. Yeah. Most games played ever in Most Charlotte. Most games played ever. Uh, Most PIMS or no? Um, I think I have that title. I think Clex, I think Clex is pretty close. And then, um, Morsey gave me a run for my money there. Oh. In the one year. In the one year. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was like 30 games played, but. <laughs> <laughs> he had like 140. I had 115 that year. Um, oh my god. Yeah, I've got PIMS, I've got PIMS and games played, but I don't know if that's like games played with, like how they do it. All the the leagues changed. Three and stuff. I know guys played like four. Did I play three years there? I know some guys played four years there. Oh yeah, that's right. Like you're a, you're the top team over here, right? Yeah. yeah. So I didn't know. Some guys might have more games if they played USP three before and then came back. And how was that first year? It was a shit show. Really. Oh, yeah. See, I can't imagine it being a shit show under Crothers. Like, I feel like he would have had it under the rings, but... He he did, but, like, that first month, he did not want to be there. Really? I'm pretty sure at one point he he was about to leave, like, just because it was such a shit show. It was literally, like, bad news bears. 
It was, it was bad. We, um, I think we started the year, we had like three lines and I think 5D or something. Yeah. And just from, from then on, it got better and better and we wound up winning some games. Got the last playoff spot, played Hampton in the first round and, uh, Lost, but yeah, but Hampton won it that year. But at least you guys, yeah, you guys, they were, they were really, really good. Didn't you guys win the first ever game? Did we? I think you did because I think Crothers told me he could have made that yeah, up. Yeah, we did. We did in overtime. Yeah, yeah, it was and, sick. Against Potomac. Yeah, big OT <laughs> against Potomac. Yeah, that was actually sick. And I think that's what like kind of turned it all around. Yeah. At first, we were like, we were like, we don't even know like what we're gonna be. Like we had, we had guys from who knows where and with like zero hockey experience like guys that were just going to play juniors just like to play juniors they had nothing better they had the money to pay to play juniors yeah so this oh this is a funny story yeah so where our bus broke down three times on our way up to Boston was that was that the first year that wasn't with you guys that wasn't with me oh yeah we didn't because we didn't have a team bus yet so we get on the bus we would leave at midnight we got on the bus and um, the windshield wipers weren't working. So we had to turn back around to the rink. We all slept at the rink waiting for a bus to come or for them to fix that bus. Another bus comes. It literally looks like a prison bus. We get on it at like 7 a.m. We get on that bus. We make it to probably like somewhere in Virginia. That bus breaks down. So we're at a rest area. And Ryan's like, all right, like, fuck it. We're just going to have lunch here or whatever and wait for the boss and so we do we're sitting there and ryan shoe checks clacks like crawls around Who the does? restaurant Crothers? ryan yeah Crothers. what <laughs> yeah this guy's fucking he's like i need something and he's like i'm pretty sure it was him All so right. i'm, I'm, I'm like 90 percent yeah. sure it was him and he crawled around got him and then so we're all just like, uh, and then Clex fucking sees it's on him and he freaks out. He's like, I'm not singing. I'm not singing. We're like, sh- shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> so finish eating. We go out front. We wait for our bus. We uh, play a little sewer. We get on our bus. We get up to Boston. We sleep for 30 minutes. At, we get there at like 6 a.m. We have a game at, I think, 9 or something. Or We got there at like 7. We had a game at 9 is all I know. We won. We literally slept for probably thirty minutes in a hotel bed, and then and then wound up winning. I think I forget who he plays. Might have been Islanders Hockey Club. Ew, that's a sick one. They're pretty it was, good. It was PAL. I don't know one of those teams, and we beat them. Wow, that is <laughs> one of the most. I don't know if I've never heard that. Yeah, story. that's a wild one. That's that's, that's year one. Yeah, that, and then that is the definition of year one. That is year one wrapped up and in, into a story. And then your second year, you ended up making New Jersey out of camp, correct? Yeah. Okay. That's where I met Tyler Dill. Yeah, that's when we first met, actually. You didn't... Where'd you live? Oh, you live with that beauty, right? That chick? With Josh. Yeah, she was cool, right? Like a sick house. Yeah. We, we had the basement. It was just like three beds in the basement. It was sick. Yeah. It was a good setup. They had like a, uh, like a half a kitchen down there. Like, wasn't bad. But it was far from the rink. It was like, it was like a good 50-minute drive, but... Okay, then two questions here. Kevin McCluskey. Kevin <laughs> <laughs> McCluskey. So this guy was a coach of the Utah Outliers in the WSHL. Okay. And so he had been calling me. He was the guy that called me when I was with you, and he was like, we were talking, and he, I was like, well, what team are you with? And he's like, oh, the Utah Outliers. Oh. And he was like... He was like, yeah, like, you know the book, The Outliers? And I literally told this guy, I was like, nah, man, I don't really read books. <laughs> On the call with this guy. And Kelsey's like, this what? This is like our second date. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and this guy's like, oh. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, I guess that's a cool name. You named your team after a book. <laughs> it was just so weird. And then, like, he just kept, well, when he was calling me, he would, like, say, like, Oh, I think it's so great for you to play to tier two. Like, it's great for your development. And I was like, okay, like, how does he know I'm going to New Jersey? Like, I had no clue. 
Then I realized he was calling the Western states tier two because they're non-sanctioned. Yeah. So they can claim whatever they want. So he was telling he was me to- saying that to me too. Before I went to training camp, like after I had made New Jersey out of main camp, he, um, he called me and was like asking where I was playing, whatever. And I was like, Oh, I made like the Titans out of main camp. He's like, Oh yeah, you just won't last there. I guess he was right, but like, <laughs> he was like, I think you'd be better coming to play tier two for me out in Utah. We live. You'd live in this beautiful valley, and you can... I was like, dude, I... No. I was like, no. So, I get to New Jersey. This guy's texting me. Then he finds out I'm in New Jersey, and he says, hey, is Connor Tuttle there? And I'm like, yo, Tuts, like, this this guy's asking me about you, man. Like, he's like, yo, this... Like, he coached you in, like... No, I played with his son. Oh, that's what it was? Yeah, and I never met the guy, ever. But somehow he, like, I don't know if he would, he must have been at the games, like, if his son was on the team. Like, I played, I played USPHL Empire before it was USB3. But he played 10 years at juniors? Oh, yeah. I played a shift. I don't, I never played 18 new. I just went from 16 to to play Empire. Yeah. But he, I played with his son, and then out of the blue, he calls me one day, and I was like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, so he would text Tuttle about me, and he would text me about Tuttle, but he, like, is Tuttle still at camp or do you get cut? Is Tuttle like, like once a week he would ask me if Tuttle got cut and it was like, I don't know, we were there for like three, four weeks and every week, no, Tuttle didn't get cut. And then when you actually did end up getting cut, I was like, yeah, yeah, he, he just got cut, but I think he's got everything figured out, man. I don't know. And he was just like, he called me on my drive down to Charlotte because I got the next morning, I like packed all my shit up that night and then I left like early that morning at, at like five. Yeah. And I was on my way and just got a call from Utah, Utah, and I'm like, oh, God, here we go again. From across the show. Yeah, he's like, hey, Tyler told me about what happened. Like, I'll get you out here right now. I'm like, (laughs) no. I was like, I'm going to Charlotte. Like, I'm literally on my way. I was like, I'm halfway there right now. He's like, are you sure, man? We can can make some changes. We can get you here. And I was like, no, it's okay. Thank you. Dude, yeah. So that's the first... Just wanted to bring that one up because that was crazy. Yeah, that guy was bananas. Yeah, he was persistent though. You got to give him credit. Yeah, yeah, he he, he loved shooting for the the. I don't know. He was crazy. But the next one was after having kind of like a shit show year in Charlotte. Did you think about going somewhere else, or did you know if you did get cut from New Jersey that Charlotte was kind of where you wanted to go, or did you look at? I knew I wanted to go back to Charlotte because of like any everything Ryan had done for me. Like my first year after Charlotte, no. I would not, if you told me I would have made the Titans out of main camp after my first year in Charlotte, I would have told you, like, you're an idiot. But, yeah. like, Ryan, that, like, Ryan got me into that camp, whatever. Ryan made me a better hockey player. So, I was like, I got to go back to Charlotte. Yeah, for sure. I was like, I was like, I don't trust. Yeah. Junior hockey's like, kind of, you never know who to trust. And, like, if you find someone you can trust, like, I feel like that's... Dude, yeah, junior sucks, man. It's, like, all, like, a, a money grab. Like, you never know who to trust. You can't trust yeah. anyone. And we so, were just talking about yeah, we, that in the car. We were just talking about that. And so um, I don't know what team it was, but some team in the USHL this summer, like, emailed my brother, like, the generic emails, you know? Yeah. And they're like, oh, due to COVID this year, our main camp will be virtual, and it'll be... It'll be $600, and you just have to send in video clips of yourself. Oh, I've heard about oh this. And so Someone you, was saying so Someone you, was telling me about this. Yeah, I heard so, it somewhere. So was, you, you would pay $600, and you have to send in video clips, and the coaches would watch your video clips, and then they'd decide if you're getting cut or if, like, you make training camp. Like, that was their money grab with COVID. That's like, insane, because that's going to grab even more kids, because they're like, oh. We don't even have to travel. And I don't even have like to leave my house. Or... Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. you're going to get so many single-A, double-A kids that are just like, Mom, the USHL's calling. I'm exactly. going. And, like, <laughs> we just got to make this video. And, like, I wonder if they had any good video entries that are just, like, just a mixtape of kid who skates up with some sick music and, like, stops <laughs> at the camera and, like, his name <laughs> pops up in bubble letters and it's like... Yeah. They already have their roster down before they even send that email out. Yeah, like, how many of those videos are you actually watching? I mean, I would, honestly, I would probably watch all of them, just get crushed and watch these videos. (laughs) (laughs) But how many, like, kids have videos of, like, their, like, top thing? Like, I I don't. Barzy does. Barzy definitely does, yeah. Barzy has all his goals, I think. 
It was all memorized, too. I'll tell you about it. Oh, yeah. He'll bring them up at the most random times. Okay, and then so second year of Charlotte after New Jersey, you came down. And it was just a whole different team than the first year. It was way different, I, I feel it was, like. It was insane. Yeah. It was like walking into an entirely diff- different locker room. Yeah. And so like, then... You know, guys that actually wanted to be there the yeah. first year, 75% of those guys were just there to be there. Like... It was crazy. Damn. And then uh that was a good year for, for us, McCormick. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think you were lighting up 18s at that time. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. So then third year in Charlotte for you was my second year, and you didn't start in North American League, right? You just came right back like me. No, yeah, I came right back because, yeah, I got cut at main camp. Oh, you did? So you did go to main camp? Yeah, I went to main camp, and then uh, I got cut. Yeah, so then we were down there, and then you started, right, McCormick? You didn't go. No, I started with the rest that year. Yeah, that's right. I also got cut from the Titans that year. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that was like a classic mantra: was everyone had been cut by the Titans. Who up? Yeah, if you weren't, you were a rush player. <laughs> and we wanted to scrimmage them so bad, and they just never would oh, do it. I know we wanted to scrimmage every two. Yeah, team that year. yeah, and honestly, it was like, yeah, anyone who will take us, let's go. Yeah, we and. So then, that was your third year, and then that led into SUNY Canton in your two years. Recently, an article came out about you hitting a player in the head and giving him PTSD. <laughs> was for, his name Tyler Dill? It was, it was, yeah. yeah it was yeah. the first game of last season. He's still battling with concussion problems day in and day out. How, what are your thoughts on bringing the elbow up high in that hit? Well, I know, he, he threw a little dirty hit. It wasn't dirty. It wasn't dirty. So I had to get him back. You know, Dill came down the middle, kind of got a suey pass. No, dude, yeah, I got a suey pass, and it was a two-on-two, I think. Or a two-on-three or something. It was something weird. And I, I don't know. I, I beat one guy, and I cut to the middle, and I was on my backhand. And, like, I pick, I was trying to pick my head up to see where I could dish it, and literally just saw this flailing-haired monster coming at <laughs> me full speed. And I was like, Fuck. It wasn't that bad. You you're, making, your you're, bullet, make, you're making it sound worse than it was. No, it wasn't that bad. I was just pissed. There was no penalty. Patrick got his mullet. Yeah. So what's the story on the mullet? And are you hoping your hands are going to be like Patrick Kane's now, or what? <laughs> no. No. He's away. Total's on his way to to be the all-time leader in Pimps here too. Yeah. You might be games played too. How how have you been on that? I played every game so far besides the the Wilkers season opener against Wilkes. Yeah. Got ratched. That then, played, then played against you guys and played like every other shit. Dude, yeah. How come you got scratched? I think it was just like practice shit. I just kind of stunk in practice. And then like, it was just, it wasn't really like, fuck you. It was just kind of like a, hey, like, be better. Yeah. It wasn't like anything towards me, like, personally. Yeah. But my coach was like, I have to do something to like, wake you up. Yeah. It was like, it made sense, but also it didn't at the same time. But, I mean, it is what it is. And then, All right. I'm just glad I played the next day, because I would have been pissed if I made the trip to Wilkes, then back up to Utica, and then home and didn't play. Yeah, seriously. You guys tied us, too. I should have beat you guys. Dude, you definitely shouldn't have. Yeah, right. We were hot. You guys had a goal. We had a goal called off for an in the crease that we ended up looking at video, and the guy wasn't even in the crease. Dumb eat our goalie. Not even. <laughs> Do you know who was in the crease? <laughs> Tyler Dale. <laughs> that game was. I had. I played well, but I just had the shittiest bounces that game. I was like, "Fuck what." So, oh yeah, I remember you texted me after, and you're like, "Yeah, I probably won't play for like a while because I took a penalty." Dude, I took a oh, penalty, and Hedy score on it. Hedy scored a one two. Yeah, on Hedy scored, it. Oh, Hedy scored that gross one. Probably the best goal of his college career so far. Oh yeah, definitely. So that was that luck. Then I got hit in the head. Didn't get a penalty for that. Like that would have evened it out. And then I had, so cool. had a goal called off that they said was in the crease, and like we did video, and it was just not in the crease. Yeah, it's just there a great was- screen. There were two times in overtime where I was like, all right, it's over. I got caught out for like a three-minute shift, and it was like a three or four-on-one. And I'm just like, I'm like just closing my eyes and praying I get like a stick on it. Yeah. <laughs> and like you guys try to pass it like one too many times, and I like barely 
poked the puck, and I was like, thank God. The old lay down? I don't know what to do, so I'm going to lay down here. <laughs> all right. All right. Do you have any more for Tuttle off the bat? We got one, one last one for you. Um, all right. We have here your majors, health and fitness. Is that correct? Yes. And so what are you trying to do with that exactly, or do you know, or are you just that's the that's field? That's a you... great question. So <laughs> yeah, coming in, coming in, I was like really, really wanted to do like physical therapy. Yeah. But like as time's gone on, like it's a lot of school. Like you damn near have to be a doctor now, like to be a physical therapist. Yeah. And, like, I just, I'm just not sure, like, if that's the best option. But, um, I've also been thinking about, I know I want to go to grad school and get, like, my master's in, like, something, like, either, like, nutrition or, like, something to do with, like, exercise science and stuff like that. Yeah. But as of now, I'm, like, on the fence and then I'll make a decision when I decide what. Yeah, when that time comes, really, you'll, you'll make yeah, the decision. Like what I really, really want to do, like what I'm really interested in, because I'm just starting to get into my like classes that are um, major related. Yeah, like super major related. Like I'm taking a class about injuries and stuff like that, like athletic injuries and stuff like that, and like athletic injury prevention, which is pretty cool. So yeah, no, definitely, it's cool to take stuff you actually like want to learn about, like taking the. Oh yeah, injuries. it makes it way better. That's why, like high school. I school I did well, like, grade-wise, but I was, like, miserable because all that stuff is just so generic and there's nothing, like, interesting at all. Yeah, no. High school sucks. Yeah. Whereas, like, college, you can actually, like, choose what you want to do and actually enjoy it. So yeah. Much. No, I agree. I think that when I take, like, classes that are major-related or, like, something that interests me, like, I can learn way better because I actually care what the teacher's saying, like... Yeah. When I take just freshman generic classes, I'm like, dude, I don't care about what happened in 1843 in Europe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? Like, that just doesn't interest <laughs> like, me. Yo, let's learn about Napoleon. Yeah. Except, fun fact, they sold his penis. <laughs> I did. I did hear that. Yeah, for a lot of money, too. So, that's a cool Napoleon fact for you. <laughs> no, I know. All right, I think that was the last one. for. T- now we got the man. The one and only. <laughs> so we got Brennan McCormick now, Big Mac's what they call him, Macker. And then so let's talk about your hockey career and like where you started and where you're from and everything and, and what's taking you to where you are today. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm from New Jersey. I'm from Nutley, New Jersey. It's like right outside New York City. I grew up playing single A double my whole life, played for the New Jersey Rockets. And then my junior year of high school, I played, I made the U16 American team which is like the lower level U16. Yeah. That was my second year U16. That year was pretty good. I was I was one of the top guys in the team, so I played a ton. We got to play against some pretty good teams. Who was that? What team? For the Rockets? Yeah, for the Rockets. Okay. So that's kind of where I decided that I, I don't want to take hockey a little more seriously. Yeah. Um, so my coach, it was my dad and a friend of mine's dad were our coaches, and they, they pushed us pretty well to different coaches, you know, different options here and there. But uh, so then after that U16 year, we finished the season around probably beginning of February, and I went and I played in the Met for two months for the Metro Moose, which was pretty cool. I was uh, I was the youngest guy on the team, but we're and we were I think we were in first place in the league, so that was kind of my first experience. Uh, those guys were always really cool. Like, that was like ninety fours. What was the oldest? Ninety fours were the age outs, yeah. So those guys were always really cool. Like I always thought the way that they showed up to the rink every day and the way they loved to be around each other was pretty cool. So I uh, was pretty cool. So after that, I went up to Boston for two years. I played for the Boston Junior Rangers U18 team. Where'd you live in Boston? When you did you build it up there, right? Yeah, so we built it. I lived in an apartment. It was a. Uh, it was our assistant coach had the apartment, and the first year we had uh, three of us or four of us in there, and the next year we had five of us in there. Oh. So it was pretty pretty cramped, but it was uh, my first year I went to high school there, and it was across the street from the high school, so I could walk to school. Oh, so you um, did the public so school. school? So was that a public school? Yeah, I yeah. went to North Andover, North Andover High School. Oh, um, dude, yeah. See, I, when I played in Boston, I went to public high school. I went to Plymouth <laughs> South High School in Boston. Yeah, yeah. And just... It was... It was I mean, it was a cool experience for sure. I mean, that was my first time away from home, and I was going to a different school, and, you know, it was cool. People in the school were pretty welcoming to us, but uh, that was definitely a cool experience. I was actually going to graduate, like, just finish the year there, yeah. like, once the season ended, but when it came to it, I 
was just ready to go home. I wanted to finish my senior year yeah. at home with my buddies and, you know. But yeah, so I did that for two years and then found my way to Charlotte where I met these two guys. Yeah, seriously. And, uh, yeah, so I played in Charlotte for the first year. That was, that year was probably one of the best years of my life. Just, you know, I learned a lot about how to carry yourself and I made some friends that, you know, obviously I keep in touch with till this day. So that was awesome. Obviously, we had a tough ending that year, you know, coming off the championship from you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we had a tough finish, but, you know, I think we, I took the positives from it. Your second year junior, or not second because you kind of played junior and stuff, but your second year of Charlotte, you yeah. started in Corpus or you... Yeah, so that was, that summer I went to the Corpus main camp and Crothers took, I think, six of us or seven of us right out of camp. Which I was psyched about, you know, it was, it was good. And then I went to camp. I didn't have the best camp. And then I kind of just, I started getting scratched. I was getting scratched every weekend pretty much. And it was, a, it was tough. I mean, it was definitely tough. And the thing that kept me there was, was the guys because I love those guys. We had such a good group down there. Yeah. And I mean, obviously it was a really cool place to play and I wanted to keep playing for Crothers. But when it finally came down to it, I wasn't playing and, you know, me and Crothers kind of made the, the mutual decision that it was probably best for me to go back to Charlotte and, and finish so I can obviously get to college and, you know, set out to, you know, achieve what I played juniors for. Yeah. So that was, you know, that was tough for sure, but so it was actually New Year's Eve and I drove from Corpus to Baton Rouge and picked up my dad who flew there uh, to make the ride with me and then we drove from Baton Rouge to, to Charlotte. But, uh, so yeah, it was tough, but I guess I went back to Charlotte and finished that year and, you know, that group was unbelievable too. We had such a good group of guys and, you know, I don't get hurt, but still it was, it was good. And you were the captain, right? That second year? Yeah. Yeah, I was the captain. So, I mean, if it means anything, like all the guys were like, yeah, he helped me so much. Like all the guys that are here now were like, yeah, he had a huge impact on us. Like, yeah, I mean, those guys did too. Those guys might not realize that, you know, how they helped me because that was definitely a tough year. Yeah. Those guys definitely helped me out a ton, so. It was, it was good. Does any part of you wish you would have stayed, or are you happy with the decision? And like, uh, I, mean, I mean, it sucks I you got hurt. Like, that's what that's a problem that sucks. Is you went to Charlotte to kind of like, oh, it's, yeah, it was it was tough. I think we so I got back like like I said, it was New Year's Day. We had practice, and uh, I didn't even go to my billet set. I just I drove right from the hotel to uh, to the rink. We had practice, and then I think I think we practiced the next day too. And then after practice, we went to Boston. Oh. For a showcase. So we went up there. I think we played, we played two games. I think I had three points and I didn't have any points in Corpus. So I was just like happy. relieved. I was like, yeah, like, I happy just felt like it was broken. good again. And then the third game I cut right across the middle of the ice and just got blown up and tore my meniscus, caught up my face. And then I ended up being out for about a month and some change, I guess, month and maybe a week. And uh, I played the last weekend before playoffs, and then I played playoffs. So I ended up only playing, I think, 12 games that year for oh, sure. Oh, no way. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Damn. Uh, it was definitely, like I said, it was a tough year. But, uh, you know, try to take the positives from it. Was, uh, was Barry on that team? Yeah, me and Billy Barry were line mates, actually. What are your thoughts on Barry? Oh, uh, I love that kid, man. Barry's a beauty. Dude, he's, he's awesome. My, he's super he's cool. He's one of my favorite guys, man. I had... I had a few good nights with him this summer. We went down to uh, Donovan's by the Sea. It's a bar on the Jersey Shore, and uh, sure, we had a couple. We had a couple good nights this summer. It was, it was a good time. I love Barry. That's sick. Yeah, no, he's a good kid. Then what we got? Oh yeah, I actually wanted to talk about this, McCormick. Um, you're wearing a letter this year, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have an A this year. And what are your thoughts on that? Being only a sophomore. Um, I mean, I guess it kind of took me by surprise a little bit. You know, obviously, I love that. The guys went to bat for me. Um, you know, uh, nothing changes, I guess. I just go about my business. So yeah, I'm that's, no, for that's it. awesome. Was it a team boat thing? Yeah, so I guess it was a little bit of both, team and coach. I'm not that's really sick, sure, though. but that's sick. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm excited about it. No, that's that's a good situation to be in to be able to. Like, yeah. I don't know, have a voice in the locker room, only being a sophomore, because like yeah. a lot of times there is that upperclassman, lowerclassman. Like when I was a freshman, I didn't really want to talk a lot, even when I thought there was things to be said, because it was just like. Yeah. You never know how the, like, upperclassmen can treat it like, dude, you're a freshman, you don't know how to deal with it. And it's like, yeah, but I've played hockey my whole life. Like, it's not yeah. a different game when you come here. There's still <laughs> yeah. two blue lines and a red line, two nets. Right. Like, it's not No, different. for the most part, all of our upperclassmen are pretty cool. Um, That's huge. You know, with the exception of a few guys, but there's always those guys. Yeah. But I think this year we got, this year we got a much better mix, uh, 
you know, it's everything just seems to be clicking a lot better, a lot easier. So I'm excited about it. All right. And then the last question for you is, oh, dude, I don't know the kid's name. Powers? Do- what's Roger, Roger Dodger, dude. Is he yeah. still kicking around there or what? No. Yeah. I think he transferred to Buff State. Oh, dude, um, he was a goalie. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. He no, was he's definitely a. He's an interesting guy. You know, he was, we were always cool with each other, me and him at least. Did he pull out his tape ball? Yeah, he did. That thing yeah. got away. That thing kills him. I think, yeah, that thing dude, would he would bring him. it on road trips and I like pull his bag off like the bus. It was like it's so heavy. Like, dude, it felt like there was a dead body. This kid man. legit had a tape ball. Like, like it, like from Pee Wee's. It looked like. Thing was crazy. And like consistent, like he would just at the end of the skate, he would pull out his big ass tape ball. And while we were all drinking beers because it's a men's league tournament, he was making sure his tape was put on precisely and ready for the Roger next round. Doesn't drink, man. No drinks for Roger. No, Roz would crush the Coca Cola or something. Coke, yeah, yeah Coca Colas. That's what I heard. Good guy, though. Good Beauty. Guy. I heard he would go out. Like he would hang out with the team and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, he'd always come out. He came out every every night that we had something. He was there. It's got to be worse for the body to drink six Coca Colas and six beers. I mean, that's what I thought. Well, there, wait, there's a funny story about Roger. One night. He walks in to the to where I lived last year, which is where like we had parties. And he walks in with a white claw in his hand, and it's open. And he takes a sip of it, and I'm like, everyone's going nuts. <laughs> he goes, he like pulls it, or I forget if he poured it out or what. And he was like, "Oh, it's just Coke. I washed out this white claw." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, like, I don't know. That's uh, yeah. That's one of the best ones. <laughs> it, was a, it was hilarious. <laughs> that's the same thing Fifty Cent does. He says it in his uh, biography. He's yeah. like, "Oh, at all the bars, I just like fill my gray goose with water and I chug it like no other." <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Fifty Cent doesn't drink or smoke or anything. Really? Yeah, that's what wow. he says. But then he, I don't. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it because I don't know if I believe I'd probably it. be that rich if I didn't drink. Yeah, I mean, one could hold. No, we did the math the other day, so I don't know why it's so expensive, but a 12-pack of White Claws is like $20. So if you get three of those in a weekend and you do that for however many weekends in a school year, it ended up being like $4,000 yeah, on just alcohol. Insane. In booze. I mean, New York beer and stuff's not bad. Like, I was paying like 12 bucks for a case of White Claws. 12-pack of White Claws? Oh, really? Here it's like 1857, I think it is. No, we gotta steal. The, uh, Tall Boy, Tall Boy Bush Lights, six of them for, what is it, 499? 429. 429. Oh, see, like, that's what I just, I don't need to drink the fruity drinks if they're gonna just cost me my whole wallet. Yeah, I get so, the beers. Yeah, beers are delicious. That's yeah, yeah. just what you're supposed to drink. <laughs> yeah. Alright, um, then. What was, or what is the biggest adversity that you guys faced in your hockey career? Do you want to go or do you want me to go? Uh, I'll go. Uh, I'd say probably, so my freshman year of high school, I was playing New Jersey, you're allowed to play both high school hockey and travel hockey. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which is cool, I played a lot of hockey. Um, so I played Bantam AA my freshman year, and then, but I got cut from the varsity team in high school, which I was pretty fired up about. There was two guys on the team that I, you know, I've really assisted, but I, pro- I thought I probably should have been there instead of them. So that was pretty hard. I, it, I took it pretty hard, but, you know, my parents were both pretty persistent about me just being positive where I was at. So I played for the JV team that year, and I ended up leading the team in, in points. So, yeah. and then the next year I made it, and <laughs> no, that was definitely tough. You know, that probably could have gone two different ways, and, you know, obviously I'm glad that I stuck it out, and, uh, you know, here I am. So, yeah. Mine is actually how I wound up in Charlotte, which is really funny because I think I think everything happens for a reason. Great and, quote, uh, great quote. So, my junior year of high school, I was playing – actually, no, my sophomore year of high school, I was playing lacrosse. And in one of the practices, I fell and dislocated my shoulder. And I went and got to put it back, got to put back in, like didn't really think anything of it, like thought I was fine, like kept playing hockey and stuff like that. And then I was having like a lot of problems, like my shoulder would dislocate every time I would like put on a shirt or like put on a jacket. So I put, wound up playing three games, I think, my like high school season then. 
and I dislocated my shoulder, and it was like probably the sixth or seventh time it had come out. So I went to the doctors, and they were like, yeah, you, you need surgery. So I wound up having surgery in February of 2015, and I didn't wind up getting cleared until the end of July, which is when Chowder Cup is. So it was I my first weekend that I could play hockey with, like, contact, everything, like, being fully cleared was Chowder Cup. So I wound up playing with, I don't even know, some random team. And that's where Ryan saw me play. And uh, he talked to me after my last game. And I was like, why would I ever go down to Charlotte, North Carolina, to, like, play hockey? Like, I was like, I never thought I would do it. And then at that point, I was like, I'm probably just going to keep playing high school hockey and I like go to college, whatever, quit hockey or play club hockey, like something like that. Like I didn't really, I was like kind of over it with like everything going on with my shoulder, like all the issues. And then for some reason, like I just trusted Ryan. He kept emailing me. I had talked to him on the phone like a million times. Uh, he talked to my parents and everything and I finally made the decision to go down to Charlotte and it was it was one of the best decisions I've uh, ever made, I think. Do you still have problems with your shoulder? Do you wear, like, a sleeve when you play? I don't wear a brace. I probably should, but I don't have any, like, serious problems, knock on wood. But, like, occasionally it'll get, like, super tight or, like, super painful. But nothing, like, that is bad. Like, no, I haven't had another dislocation since, so. That's good. Okay, who do you guys think impacted your hockey career the most? You can go. <laughs> um, I probably have to say my dad. He, uh, he was my coach from, I guess, mites till U16. He was always on the bench with me. You know, I always loved, uh, he always had a lot of respect for the game and how it was played, and I think he went about it pretty good, and I like to see how he coached our teams, and, you know, I think he, I like to maybe mirror myself after him, and so yeah, I think he's probably my, my biggest impact guy. Big head too, or no? He's actually got a smaller one. He's got a big one, but I got the biggest one in the family. I think. <laughs> That's a good stat. Yeah, take measurements. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, mine. I got. It's a toss up. So growing up, I played play playing double A hockey. I played. My best friend's dad was our coach, and. He definitely showed me what it was to be, like, an actual hockey player and, like, take things serious, like, practice how you play and stuff like that and really, like, kind of push the game on me because my dad never played hockey. My mom never played hockey. Like, they just kind of threw me in and they didn't really know much. But he kind of treated me as, like, his second son and uh, taught me, like, a lot about hockey and made me – the hockey player I was when I decided to go to Charlotte. But Ryan also helped me a lot. I didn't think that I would ever be playing NCAA hockey. Like, I was going from playing high school to going to play juniors and having him help me along the way, become a better person, better player, help me out, like, help me mature was uh, definitely huge. So since you never thought that you were going to play NCAA hockey, how was that feeling when you scored your first collegiate goal? Unreal. Yeah, it was, like, in the moment, I didn't really think anything of it. And then after, I was like, wow, that's it's pretty cool. It's a pretty big accomplishment. Like, a lot of guys, like, don't have the privilege to, to like, say that they have. But it was definitely, it was definitely a special day. And it was to break a tie, right? Yeah, I think we were tied 2-2. It was on the power play. Um, Wait, what? Yeah. How'd you sneak out on the power play? The power play guy. I think all all the other defensemen were... We were actually playing with four defensemen. That's the peeps? No, no, no. Like, there were four defensemen on the bench. Oh, okay. I was going to say, wow, Ken is just shocking the world. (laughs) No, Conklin, pass off pad, and I just, just tapped it in. And it was against Castleton. Castleton, They yeah. were just buzzing in net or no? Uh, I don't know. Four, four, it, was a, it was a good game. 4-4 four, four game just, and you broke the tie? Was it 4-4? Four, four? 
that Kelsey just found. Yeah, they have it right on your bio. Scored his first collegiate <gasps> goal. 4-4 tie with Castleton. <laughs> McCormick, how was your first collegiate goal? It was against Stevenson this year. I played like seven games before I got a before I got a point. I don't so think we played good. Stevenson this year. <laughs> I mean, sorry, uh, Skidmore, Skidmore. <laughs> I think they're like the same team though. It's like the thoroughbreds and like the the whole team. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, we played Skidmore. We were losing five uh, three, and uh, kid AJ Durazzi on our team. He like drove wide, and I just kind of drove to the net, but my stick on the ice. He put it on my tape, and I tapped it in to make it five four. Kind of a little push at the end, but we ended up losing. So. That was the second game against Kidmore? Yeah. Yeah, we played them the night before at their barn, and then they came to us the next day. So. Dude, Skidmore sucks. I hate them. <laughs> they're Stay chirping late. us. When I played them my freshman year, they're chirping us, oh, just wait till you guys are working for us. Just wait. I'm like, yo, yeah, <laughs> like, you guys are going to suck. That's how Hamilton yeah, that's Hamilton played that. us, too. Dude, I'm like, yo, you guys, like, yeah. you're not going to Harvard. You're not going that's to like, NYU. I'm like, man, I go to SUNY Ken because it's $5,000 a year. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, Hamilton is like, I think you have to sell a few cars to go there. Like, it's not yeah, cheap. Hamilton, really Hamilton's sure. expensive. It's a really good school, though. It's uh, top 100 on the Forbes list. Oh, yeah. I heard they get sushi in their cafe, which is pretty dirty. They probably do. No, I do. <laughs> I, heard, I actually heard that. <laughs> Alright, next. Okay, next question up. So, both of you guys have worn a letter before. McCormick, you're wearing one this year. What do you think is most important to you guys to try and bring to the table when you have a letter? How do you like to lead the team? Just have the right attitude every day. You know, make sure that you're a good, uh, I don't know, stuff to explain, I guess. Just be good around the boys, make sure you do the right things, you're working hard, but, you know, I think there's also times where we need to get away from the rink and just, you know, build team chemistry, and sometimes it doesn't only happen at the rink, so I think it's good. Make sure guys are getting together, you know, in our in our off time, and, uh, you know, I just, I like to see the guys, you know, gel together, so do that as best I can. And then um, I'll answer Tuttle's for him, since I know how he is. I he's definitely, he, I think Tuttle is like a leader, you lighten the mood, though, you do do that. That's, what, that's what I was going to say, I'm like goofy, but at the same time, I know when to, like, dial it in, for the most part. Yeah, for the most and part. And I think, I, I mean, I like to have fun. We all like to have fun. But, like, I don't know. I, I definitely lighten the mood if, like, shit's down. Like, if everyone's, like, miserable, like, you got to go about it, like, a different way, like, sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's the wrong way. But I think there's a little too much seriousness sometimes. Yeah. And, no, uh, sure. yeah, exactly. And I try to bring, I try to bring a little comedic relief, but also stay like serious and and do the right things. Okay, you were you were a good person to have. You definitely lighten the mood. He shoots it straight for sure. Yeah, I don't I don't think I yelled at you that much. I think once or twice. <laughs> you were just chirping. You would just be like, ah, get the picture in before the A's off. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I said today though, I had to write a paper for one of my classes, and it talked about like leadership qualities and one of the things I said like oh uh one of the, like my downfalls is that like I I throw a lot of sarcastic remarks at people when I'm mad or like if I'm disappointed with them or something and I'm like but I just hope people realize like when I throw the sarcastic remarks at them it means I actually care about them and if I'm not throwing them at you it probably means I don't care I stopped sleeping on the couch because of you <laughs> yeah dude this dude would get to the rink at like 5 a.m and just sleep on the couch why because that was his pre practice routine. I had to bring my billet brother to the rink in the morning. I would legit get there at 5 a.m. And I would sleep until, like, seven. I don't even know, like, probably 7. And get up and just get after it. <laughs> yeah, well. Jesus. Every morning I'd wake up to Dill walking into the room and just be like, ah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> 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 so then he started sleeping in his car. <laughs> no, I stopped sleeping and I started eating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what are your aspirations for life? Like, I know you said that you don't know what you want to do for work yet, but do you guys have any goals or any things that you're hoping to achieve? The fuck you want to do with your life? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm more of a guy that doesn't look too far ahead in life. 
I kind of just take things as they come, and sometimes it's a bad thing, sometimes it's a good thing, because sometimes I'm I'm not prepared for things when they do come, because it's just uh, a a little late, but I don't know, I think, I I just want to be happy, like, I really, like, I enjoy hockey a lot, and would really be, like, ecstatic to stay and, like, work in, like, the hockey world somewhere. Like, doing something of of some sort. Like, whether it's I decide I want to go to PT school and be a physical therapist, or if I want to go get my master's in, like, nutrition and work as a nutritionist and try to work for, like, a hockey team or something like that. But I kind of want to stay around hockey just because it's, like, it's brought some some good times to my life. I mean, also some bad times, but I don't know. I kind of just want to stay around hockey and... See where it takes me. McCormick. No, I got it. Yeah, dude. In my mind, you can't look at the future too much because it's not real. The future <laughs> is, it's literally just an imagination that you're creating in your own head. <laughs> it really is. You're like, you're like painting this fucking yeah. picture. And if you paint it perfectly and it doesn't wind up that way, like, you're pissed. Exactly. It's fake. I don't know. You, yeah. The future is, <laughs> nothing is guaranteed. Like, you can't, I can't it's plan true. something out 10 weeks I, from yeah, now. I, I could die. I could die in two months. Who knows? Exactly. You don't know. (laughs) No, that's how I function. I have to have a goal and something to work towards, or else I'm like, what do I do with my day to day? (laughs) That's each day's problem. (laughs) That's true. I'll take it when it comes. Exactly. Love it. (laughs) No, for me, I'm kind of in the same boat. I hockey has brought me to some crazy places. It's it's has given me some great experiences, some great friends. Um, after school, I'd love to, you know, keep playing if I could. Uh, I, I mean, at the highest level that I possibly could, obviously. I think it'd be cool to maybe go overseas for a year or two and experience life over there. But no, I'm in the same boat. I think that a job in the hockey world is good for me. I mean, I've been around hockey since I was three years old, and I just think if I'm not around hockey, I'll probably go crazy. So if I could find myself... Uh, you know, a nice job doing whatever it is for a certain team. Uh, you know, I think that that would be pretty cool. I'll hire you, boys. Yeah. Why, are you going to own a team? I don't know what I'm going to do, but I want to do something in the hockey world, too. That would be sick. Let's all just fucking I'll just, crush 2.0. Yeah, McCormick will be my just – his main job is to teach the team to go short side high. That's all yeah. his job is. Just, <laughs> I went short side high against the Swiggle this year. Ew. Yeah. At their bottom? Yeah. yeah, they were beating us like 9 nothing. I think I made a 9-1. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> we had like 107 penalty minutes ago. Yeah. Touch had 160. <laughs> <laughs> I only had one. I dummied a guy. Good. What about Broman on them? Like, he's just good now? Like, he plays yeah, for Richmond, and now he's just sick? Yeah. Sky, well, I think it was, he like didn't play hockey for a year or two before he went to Richmond. Yeah. Oh, that, did I say Potomac? No, I said, I don't know. He was in Richmond. Hey, yeah. When you guys did the episode with all the, uh, like, Barzy and Jimmy and all that, I was listening to it, and it was cracking me up. You guys were asking, who's the leading scorer on this team, and how, who, where'd he play, and all that, and Barzy was like, Barzy knows <laughs> all <laughs> over it. <the, laughs> all over. It was all over it. Dude, yeah, he actually maxed out his views on Elite Prospects. I know, yeah, that's like, insane. He hit up Vince, Vince, and Vince is like, yo, you have to make an account. And he's like, do I have to pay? And he's like, I don't know, man, like. You just have to if you want to view anything else. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. I don't think it is. Like I think it's they're like they're like, yo, this kid's got it. Like pay us. This is way too much of his time. Too much, too much free shit. He's yeah. giving himself two thousand views. Yeah, that's what the funny thing is. Everyone says that he hates it. Who do you guys? Who are you putting your money on to win the playoffs? I don't know. Tampa's been looking pretty Tampa good. Looks good. They look like they're clicking right now. I don't know. I think the Vegas Dallas series is a is a toss up right now. Vegas I think both teams Vegas are really good. Is, I, West Coast I think teams Vegas winning is it. Beat them. I think it's gonna be a Vegas Tampa final, and it's gonna go. It might go to seven. Right. That's gonna be a good series. Dude, the West is so much harder right now to play in. So much harder. Yeah, like, that is true. Like Vegas could come in buzzing and just. Uh, Tampa looks really good, actually. Tampa's, I think Tampa's probably way faster. Ryan McDonough's no-look pass oh, back door on. for them to be the Islanders. Was Dude, I was watching that last night, and I was like, I forgot who got on the ice. 30 seconds left and got a break win. I'm like, dude, they're going to go for it here. And yeah. then Kucherov scores, and I'm like, no way. They just do it. Like, he just called game. He's like, this game's over. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, I was like, that's sick. 
So yeah. I don't know who's going to win, dude. I hope Vegas wins. It's been a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I would hope for Vegas. Vegas or the Islanders probably is who I'd vote for just for story-wise. Yeah. But I'd want Vegas. Well, Vegas is close to you guys, right? Kind of? Yeah, I would, I would, hopefully I could go to the parade. Yeah, be cool. That's what Scotty yeah. and I planned on going. The first year Vegas had a team is when they went to the cup final against yeah. the Capitals, and Scotty and I were in Tahoe at the time, and we were like, yeah, if they win, like, we're going to go to this parade. Like, it will be the oh. most. But it was also sick to see the Capitals win and know that oh, yeah. I mean, Ovechkin got to go to Tiesto's club that night and just light it up. <laughs> and, dude, he – it was Oshie's great. Yeah. Shirt beers. Dude, yeah, and that, Oshie is awesome. He came to Tahoe last summer, and we, like, saw him on the golf course. And like he is just a beauty, man. Like he's really? like, yeah, like one of the kids we were. Oh, is my buddy Jalen's like, yo, you gotta come out with us. You gotta come out with us. And like this guy's not gonna. Your come buddy Jalen? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, my bad. And so Oshi's like, nah, man. Like I have a the annual family flip cup tournament, and so I think he has all like the NHL guys who play in like the celebrity golf tournament comes over to his house, and they have a huge flip cup tournament. He said. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, this guy's the man. And like his wife is, change, I guess. dude, his wife is beautiful. His kids are awesome. Like, that, yeah. his hair's great. Like, there's not a flaw <laughs> yeah, to this guy. That guy has nothing wrong with him, dude. Like, I bet he has a huge rope. Yeah, there's no way he's not smiling, dude. Like, I'm smiling yeah. at the way I look and who I'm with. Like, imagine that guy. Yeah, cool. he's laughing. He's not even smiling. He's just laughing. Yeah, so he's just the man. Any well, parting words? We got five minutes here. Yeah. yeah, Tots. The other day, I heard you were on uh, the Zoom call with the Charlotte guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, McCormick, you didn't make the list. I know I didn't make the cut. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> team Tuttle or Team Dill, man. I actually. Yeah, uh, we, it's actually pretty sick though. They always do it right there. It's a classy. No, it was super cool. I guess we. I actually played Team Tuttle. Team Dill oh, yeah. played Team Tuttle, and uh, I gave they the lost. boys. I gave the boys a pep spot. Like I was like, I've never lost anything to Tuttle in my life. Like. <laughs> If you guys lose this game, I'll be disappointed. And so I guess Kleckner ended up dressing for Team Dill that day on the puddle. And what? So we yeah, won. Was, uh, how's, uh, how's your brother like in the Joneses? Dude, it's How was yeah. your interview with them? Yeah. It was cool. It was It's definitely different seeing a bunch of new faces. I had Strickler on there, which was cool to see. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't know any of the kids. So, like, I, I got a DM from one of the kids and, like, a text. And they were like, hey, man. Like, it was just like, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I didn't realize, like, what was going on. Yeah. And then I, like, read the message, and I was like, okay. So I hopped on house party with him. Oh. <laughs> Throwback. So, so I guess. I on house party with him. Curfew shots. I guess they uh they asked you, like, who was, like, one of your favorite players to play with or who you're happy to play with. And you, ended, and you ended up saying me. I said Tyler Dill. And then I guess my brother was in the background of the house party and was like, I heard that kid's pretty soft. <laughs> and he said that you just didn't know who it was, so you kind of were just quiet, and like, what the fuck? And didn't say anything back to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, oh, who was it? I, I, no, I didn't even ask who that was. No, you didn't say yeah. anything. Yeah, I was, like, confused. Yeah. I, was, like, I was so happy he did that. I was like, that's hilarious, dude. That's funny. You're probably like, what the fuck? I was so confused. And then I was like, it kind of clicked after, and then I was just like, I, I don't know. I was like, I'm going to ask who that was. Oh, definitely. That's funny. Um, McCormick, your dirty story's already been told on here, so. I heard. What <laughs> story? Oh, God. Don't no, worry, um, we took it out for we you. We took that yeah. one out. But then right, I cool. think we left the New York City one in when you were just throwing it Yeah, that was cracking me up, too. Dude, that <laughs> one was so funny. That so was, like, one of the best phone weekend. in the, yeah, in the Uber. That was such, actually such a fun weekend. Dude, that was sick. That was all over the place mayhem. <laughs> I had that, the video of you with those stairs in, in Times Square. They were just full. And you had, you were like, can I get a hole? <laughs> and they were doing it, dude. They were they like, had the whole crowd going, dude. I know. I got the crowd. I still tell people about that. And I'm like, oh, the video's floating around somewhere. Here we got another rush guy, Gino Devlasis. Oh, up, dude. Man? I know Gino. What's up, dude? How's Rome? Dude, it's fucking great. in Rome, man. in Rome. Does Gino ever bring you guys any of the Rome food? Fucking chicken riggies. Dude, they're so good. So good, I know. I got to bring them to you. Yeah, we had all our Rome. We had like the Rakowskis. We had JT. We had yeah, our equipment. Yeah, we had so many Romers. We had all our Rome guys. Yeah, and so they would always. Yeah, dude, RFA. It's right there. I'd pass it on the way to JT's house. Yeah. 
But uh, their food's unbelievable. If you guys ever get some Realm food. Chicken Riggies. Yeah, from where? I'm going to make them some. Make some chicken riggies. I will. Mom really? using that. I'm the fucking goose okay. tonight. I'm just gonna... I gotta go eat that. Yeah, we got some pulled goose. We gotta go eat it. Yeah. Okay. Alright, boys. Well, hey. on, you, you guys wanna say hi to this schmuck? Who is it? Yo. Oh, shit! <laughs> the kid! The kid! Yo, where's the drop box? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I don't know. Right. It's just right on the, the main page. Alright, no, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, guys, it was good to have you guys on and everything. That was awesome. Yeah, that's So keep on keeping on. And there's right. shirts now if you guys want any of the podcasters. Ooh, oh, yeah, get a shirt. Ooh. Ooh, uh, I might have to get my little one. Yeah, Heck, um, yeah. 